Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Chris Kobe with the League of Women Voters of Portland. You are watching the Video Voters Guide or listening to our podcast. We're here today to talk with candidates running in the May 17, 2022 primary election. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited by the League to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions. The number of questions asked is determined by the length of a candidate's answers. In this process, we are grateful for the support of the Carroll and Velma Sailing Foundation, the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund, the Weiss Foundation, and our media partner, Metro East Community Media. With me is Christina Stevenson, candidate for commissioner of the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries. Welcome, Ms. Stevenson. Thank you. Please tell us a little about yourself and why you're running for this office. Sure. So I was born and raised in Washington County in Oregon. I'm a mom, I'm a civil rights attorney, and I'm a small business owner. And I'm running for labor commissioner because I fundamentally believe that Oregon should be the best place to live and work in this country. And that's only going to happen if we elect people who actually believe that. And so my day job is representing workers who are getting a raw deal when their employers are not following the rules that are enshrined by the Bureau of Labor and Industries. I've represented hundreds of workers throughout this state in their cases of wage theft, discrimination, unsafe workplaces. You know, my tiny law firm has gone toe to toe with Wells Fargo and we beat them in court. And I'm proud of that. Uh, but I also own and operate a business, you know, a business I started at the kitchen table when my son was just three months old. I know what it means to make payroll, you know, the salary, the taxes, the benefits. And whether it's March of 2020 or the end of a banner year, I know what it means to pay my employees before I pay myself. Uh, you know, my staff know that I'm looking out for them. And at its core, I think that's the labor commissioner's job too, to make sure that as our economy is growing and changing, that the workers, the employers, the, the side hustlers, the dreamers, like everybody who makes our economy run, that they know they have someone in their corner, someone who's looking out for them, who wants them to win. Because no matter what industry or part of it, Oregon, you know, ranching, construction, tourism, Oregon makes you promise. And if you work hard and you play by the rules, you have someone looking out for you. And that's a promise I want to uphold to all Oregonians. How will you balance the needs of business with those of workers in administering the Bureau of Labor and Industries? I don't see the business and labor, you know, business and workers really needing to be in opposition. I mean, like I said, I'm a business owner and my business is fighting for workers. You know, I'm living proof that these things don't need to be in opposition. I have a deep level of experience with both. And, you know, as a small business owner, I know that being pro-worker is not the same as being anti-business. And, and on the same token, being 
pro-business is not the same as being anti-worker. And in order to meet the charge of this office, which is protecting the civil rights of Oregonians, we're going to have to empower the good actors in the system, you know, the ones that are doing the right thing. And from my vantage point of fighting for workers, I see where businesses are making mistakes and where uh, where they can be helped to do the right thing. I mean, the ultimate goal is to ensure that every business in Oregon who wants to follow the law knows how to do it. And I think that we can use the existing data of the agency to shore up the obvious gaps in knowledge that many of our businesses have. I mean, really, no business in Oregon wants to compete with uh, businesses who make something like wage theft part of their business model. And I just want to make sure that we're creating a level playing field for everyone. And at the end of the day, you know, our workplaces need to be safe and discrimination and harassment free. So I'm going to be working with everyone to meet that goal. You are listening to the Video Voter Guide interview and podcast of Christina Stevenson, candidate for commissioner of the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industries. What more could be done by the Bureau of Labor and Industries to eliminate discrimination in access to housing, public spaces, and job opportunities in Oregon? So I'll tell you, one thing I've learned from representing uh, employees and, and folks that have been discriminated against in public spaces, been doing this work for over 10 years, is you there are industries where it's not a surprise that this is a problem. And so this is why I want to implement this model. It's called strategic enforcement. And when we take a strategic approach to the cases and violations that come before the agency, we can better utilize the scarce resources of the agency to root out discrimination. So this means, so strategic enforcement, it means we're actually proactively investigating workplaces that have a history of uh, not doing right by workers instead of just reacting to complaints when they get filed. So, I mean, this means calling up farm workers and, and asking them about their, their working conditions, uh, calling up home healthcare workers and uh, hearing about their experience. And through this, this approach, when we are strategic with the use of our resources, it's also going to free up resources to ensure that our small businesses can get the support they need to navigate the workplace rules that they have to follow. And Bully can serve, uh, you know, an important as an important resource to these employers who want to do the right thing, but are just struggling to keep their doors open. And this is how we start to make a dent in the sort of discrimination and harassment we 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 see in all these these spaces. What can the Bureau of Labor and Industries do to increase job training programs to provide well-qualified workers to industry? Well, I'll tell you, that's the number one reason I'm running, because working families and small businesses are struggling with rising costs and workforce shortages. And in some of our high-skill industries, the worker shortage is a worker crisis. You know, industries like healthcare education, construction, high-tech manufacturing. And so this is going to be an absolute top priority of mine is developing the skilled workforce we need by expanding our apprenticeship model. So we want to expand the model to remove barriers and incorporate more industries. And through workforce training, we can help Oregonians gain the skills they need to earn a raise, whether or not they have a college degree. 
And I'm going to work to make sure that the people are employed in good jobs by enforcing the laws that protect them at work. Thank you, Ms. Stevenson. This concludes our video voters guide and podcast interview of Christina Stevenson, candidate for Oregon Labor Commissioner. Election day is Tuesday, May 17. Thank you for informing yourself about the candidates and for exercising your right to vote. For more information on the primary elections and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for your interest. This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund. Licensed by Creative Commons.